Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And we welcome you back for our number two of the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas. I'm Mark Hoke, co-host Jose Volante. That's me. That's how much it. Oh. <laughs> That's all? What? That's me. What do you want me to say? Something cool. I'll think about it. Wow. I like that shirt. That's a cool shirt. I tell you that much. <laughs> Thanks, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting in with us today, imported from Canada. Hey, there you go. I'm thrilled to have him here from Fightful.com. And, of course, you can catch him on Fightful Overbooked. It's um, what, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, correct? Am yeah, right? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Myself, Jeremy Lambert, we get in the weeds from 10 a.m. Eastern until noon eastern what is that y'all can do the the math on the pacific time thing yeah that, that's minus three so seven till ten joel pearl everybody is on the show there you go in the house because of course he's down here covering it the this big tna weekend at the palms of course we're in the by the way you realize it's in the pearl theater yes let me tell you a little story about that. <laughs> when i was booking my travel for this i said hey at palms on twitter would you consider I don't know, copying me a room because my name bears the same name as your theater. And they said, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> How'd that go? And they replied, we run, we run different gimmicks all the time. Uh, here's a link. Oh my God. GTFO. <laughs> Get the, yeah. 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 It's okay. Oh my God. That's okay. And we got a question though from Gary Johnson. He says, Ripley man would like to know if Tommy Dreamer is a cancer survivor and how did he do at the Palms? I can't remember. Did, did Tommy ever have that issue? I don't remember. God, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm not you, sure. I got you guys. But how yeah. did he do? Um, unfortunately, uh, Tommy ended up um, buried in a pile of trash and with forks. a ton of forks <laughs> shoved down his shirt yep. and uh, was not successful in defending his TNA Digital Media Championship against Crazy Steve. Crazy yeah. Steve is the new TNA Digital Media Championship. So, 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 it, it, so it, it answer lo- was not good. So it looks like we did find out a little bit about Tommy Dreamer. He did announce his cancer diagnosis. I thought he did, and it was actually on a show, and it's posted on, on Fightful dot com. My goodness, look at us! What do you know? <laughs> can, you, can you do me a favor? <laughs> tell, me, tell me, let's let's t- tell me who wrote that article. Uh, let's see. Oh, if let's it, tell me it's Lambert. Tell this me is it's written Lambert. by Colin Tessier. Okay, okay Colin, Colin's uh, equally fantastic. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yes. we yeah we had Colin on the show a few weeks ago. There you go. There's your answer, Gary. Go ahead and check it out on Fightful.com. You can see that article. Yeah, good good work. Way to go there, Joel. And I do. I gotta put this one out here, man. Uh, Daniel's been with us throughout the whole show today. We greatly appreciate you chiming in and giving us your comments. He says this is a fun pro wrestling show. We greatly appreciate that. He said he hopes that the Peacock Ted series references pro wrestling in the future. Love the heels wrestling series. Yeah, that that was gone. So sorry. Yep. 
Yep. But uh, so let's dive into TNA hard to kill a little bit. Uh, last night, of course, like I said, four championships change hands yesterday. And, you know, of course, uh, Nick Nemeth showing up at the end. Uh, let me take a look at my results here. Uh, Steve Macklin on the kickoff show uh, beats Rich Swan. Uh, fun little match to get things rolling. Boo, Steve Macklin, boo. Why does everybody hate Steve Macklin so badly? Stop hating. Hey, go, whatever. Macklin, <laughs> Ma- Steve Macklin knows what he did. Did he do something to you? He and I, he and I are going to hash it out soon. Oh. For those who are who are in with the Macklin and and Joel Pearl. Oh. See now, this All is right. this is for All a good right. two hour no commercial podcast here. Yeah. We're talking about. This. Is this like a me and MJF thing? I don't know. I we had Macklin on on in the weeds once upon a time when he had won the the Impact at the time World Championship, and uh, he says some things, and then he came back on on my birthday, said some more things, and then he starts burying me to Sean Ross Sapp in an interview that just aired on the website. And and he's burying me again. So what are we doing here? Wow. Steve Macklin. He says I don't talk about him enough. Well, here I am. I'm giving you air. Let's talk about it. Let's hash it out, Steve Macklin. Let's go. All publicity here. is wow. good publicity, though. The gauntlet has been <laughs> thrown on my show. He knows where to find me. The man uh-huh. knows where I'm at. Uh-huh. I, told, I told him this morning where I would be. You don't have a bell over there, man? Ding, Joel, ding, ding. Let's get is, going. It, is it? do we have a cross-promotional match? Uh-oh. With you and me taking on Steve Macklin and MJF? And oh. I'll be the special guest referee. There we go. You know, you can be. You have to be completely unbiased in that case, right? Oh, man. I'll, I don't man. know if I could do that. I don't know. Maybe. I, <laughs> Count me out. I might, <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know. It means for my safety, I might have to team with Macklin and give you MJF. I'm, I'm fine with, oh, wait, current MJF or when he's healed up when MJF? When he's healed up MJF. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll take that. That's fine. L- the, listen, the two Jewish boys can do that. And with his pickles <laughs> or without his pickles? Well, it depends uh, who you ask. Anyway. <laughs> wow, that deviated quick. <laughs> Uh, system Brian Myers and Eddie Edwards uh, knock off Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. So this new little system group is starting to make some noise. Uh, Tommy Dreamer loses its digital media title. Crazy Steve. Giselle Shaw. Uh, so we got to the main card. Giselle Shaw wins that knockouts ultimate X match to determine the number one contender for the TNA knockouts world championship. Did that one catch you a little bit by surprise that Giselle won that match? Mm-hmm. Not even close. I had no. predicted that one from the get go. The only thing that changed was I expected her to take on Trinity and take that knockouts title from her. But we'll get to that in a sec. Okay, fair enough. Um, PCO defeats Dirty Dango by disqualification. Dirty Dango. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember Fandango? Fandango. Well, that's the same guy. And, uh, you know, a quick quick 115, but then that was not left to stand by Santimarela and turns into a six-man match. And PCO, Rhino, and Jake something. Knock off Dirty Dango, Alpha Bravo, and Oleg Prudius. Of course, the former Vladimir Kozlov, for those of you that uh, didn't know that. Uh, they win that six-man tag. Um, you know, PCO just won't die. <laughs> is, it, is it legal for a dead man to wrestle? I have been told that it's part of his TNA contract, that every time he does die, he has to be resuscitated by TNA management. Man. That sounds about right. Yeah. That, that's Gotta rough. Listen, ladies, if you're listening, and I know this is uh, there are a lot of pro wrestling fans who are, who are men. Ladies, if you're listening, find yourself somebody who loves you as much as PCO hates his body. <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> you watch the man's match, you'll know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I tell you what. He just, he's insane. Uh, but, you know, one thing about... One thing about Dirty Dango, and, it, it, you know, he's changing his character up again. He just hates TNA. But I saw an interesting 
tweet, I believe it was, and I forget who put it up, that said, how did WWE let this guy go? And, you know, you and I were talking about just, you know, how somebody can take a, a, a rotten gimmick like he had when he was in WWE's Fandango and make it something so special. And, you know, he's he's got such great in-ring talent. He's, you know, cuts a promo, like, just amazing job. I, I don't understand how that guy just got treated so badly. It amazes me. Am I am I overestimating the guy, Joel, or or what? No, you just happen to have a guy who was a victim of circumstance. He was put over big by management, and then he got injured when he was in his big spell, and then they never trusted him again. That's an unfortunate reality. And we talked about this, you and I, Mark, off the air. When it comes to, quote, your spot and keeping, quote, your spot, you're only as good as the injury bug that gets you. That's what happened to Fandango in WWE. Now he's Dirty Dango, and he's doing a great job. I think yeah, I think he's really, really flourished well in Impact, or TNA as it is now. Yeah, so we'll see where he ends up going. Um, then we mentioned Decay uh, defeated MK Ultra for the TNA Knockouts World Tag Team Championships last night. So another title changed hands. This one was interesting, and I, and I'm gonna I want to bring up a point that I I really noticed in this match. Chris Saban successfully defends the TNA X division title against uh, Ohio Del Vikingo and Kushida. Wait, wait, and can I say that? Can I say that? Sure. El hijo del vikingo. That, mm. Much better. Okay, thank you. Love it. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just an outstanding match. And uh, Vikingo is you know, regarded as one of the top ten wrestlers in the world right now. And... It was it was fun to get to see him a little more up close, and there's something about that guy, and I I don't know if it's just the poise or what that he he has when he's in the ring, but and and this is nothing against Saban and Kushida because they're both incredible incredible wrestlers, but he when when I watched him, you could you just felt like he was in in at another level, and I don't know. It's, it just feels like an intangible to me that there's just something that when you see him in there, you just feel like you're watching somebody very, very special doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, he is a special talent. He's, he is their mega campion for a reason in Triple A. Like, he is their guy. And they treat him as such. And he is, you know, the Pise Linte Dorado is the king of the ropes. But no, this guy... Is the king of the ropes, and he showed out. That's good. I like the king. I like what he's doing here. Would you say this was one of the best matches of the night overall? It's up there. I mean, it's, it's it's highly graded from everything that I'm reading overall. You know what I mean? That's why I'm asking. Would you guys say overall this was probably the best match or just top two best matches of the night? Top two. I think Hammerstone and uh, Josh Alexander really, really went above and beyond as well. But this had international flavor, literally and figuratively, with the way that it was worked. Yeah. The, yeah, that was a sensational match last night. And then... Talk know, about culture clashing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was, I think that was part of the fun of it, too. And then you get to that next one, Josh Alexander taking on Hammerstone, and uh, you know Josh wins that match. But honestly, I did think this was the match of the night. And, I, and it sure didn't hurt that, of course, Hammerstone, very well-known here in Las Vegas, crowd was kind of split on this one and you know hammerstone i think knew what was on the line in this match and they kind of threw this one in here for uh you know for both these guys you know of course josh alexander is wrestling 
uh, Will Ospreay tonight, which if you would say to me, you're going to get to watch one match tonight when you go to the Pearl Theater at the Palms. You're going to get to see Josh Alexander and Will Ospreay. I'll be like, that's that's good enough for me. I'll I'll pay for that. But Hammerstone, of course, has been I don't want to say languishing, but he you know was hanging out in MLW for a very long time. He's now available to get out there and have a chance to not just wrestle for TNA, but you know it's got to be auditioning for WWE or AEW and. Man, he knocked it out of the park last night and couldn't have had a better dance partner with Josh Alexander. This, to me, was probably the match of the night. What would you think, Joe? Sky's the limit on Alexander Hammerstone. You mentioned the the MLW dispute. He was signed until 2025 with that company. He decided, no, I'm done here. I've done everything I can do. He left the company for a short amount of time. Court Bauer, who owns MLW, got him back into the fold, said, hey, we'll finish your contract off at the end of 2023. Just come and do a couple of things for us, and then you're done. You're free. And that's the way to do business. If you're unhappy and you know it, get out and have a conversation. That's what they did. Hammerstone, a free agent. Like I said, sky's the limit. I love the match. Josh Alexander is the guy in TNA, has been for a while. He bleeds that company's colors, and he had a great showing with Hammerstone. Everyone won in this match. And everyone looked good in this match. They did. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, I when I, I got to interview Josh, oh gosh, that was about a month ago for this. And, you know, he you can tell the passion that he has for TNA. And he could have left. There's no doubt he could have left. And he stayed. And that, and when he talks about TNA and Impact, you can just tell the love for it that he's got in his heart. I mean, he wants this to succeed. And, you know, that, that to me really just shows what kind of guy he is. He's he's diehard with these guys. And, you know, maybe someday that, you know, that opportunity is going to come up where he's going to say, you know, it's time to move on. But for now, he's he wants to lead this company. He really does. Hammerstone had a lot of doubters going into this match. But, I mean, after the way that that match ended and the way that he basically showed everyone, I'm here to stay, I mean, hey, he proved a lot of doubters wrong in my opinion. So, yeah. Yeah, it was something else. So um then we went on to the uh, four-way tag match for the TNA World Tag Team Championship and uh he saw and Chris Bay local boy again gets it done as ABC holds on to their tag titles against the Rascals uh Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey that was kind of an interesting uh way this whole thing turned out with the Grizzled Young Veterans um no Trent Seven in this match but uh ABC holds on to the tag titles Joel I was surprised by that. I thought the Rascals were going to come in and steal those tag titles. But you mentioned Trent Seven. He had travel issues. They they thought they were going to have many more travel issues with the way the weather was uh, over in Chicago and over going into Toronto and all that area. No, Trent was the only casualty of the weather. Everyone else made it. Laredo Kid steps in. Speedball has a new tag partner. It worked out. And yeah, ABC one two three. They really kept to their moniker. We call them Ace of Bays on our show, but we'll let them have ABC everywhere else. Yeah, and you know one thing I, I you know I've I've been seeing Chris Bay perform here in Las Vegas for a long time, and those two are really becoming a very cohesive unit. Um, you know, from seeing them early on to where they are now, they have they are really becoming a good good team. I mean, this isn't just two guys that got thrown together. Of course, you know I I talked to Ace a while back, you know and doing the work that they did in the Super Juniors in Japan and until and building on that and into what they're doing now, man, they are they are getting pretty sharp, man. They I mean, are. It's, it's impressive. 
I I'm so excited to watch them in 2024. I'm also excited for the uh, the split, and I don't mean the one turns on another. Just the we want some singles gold. That's what I'm looking forward to. Whether that's coming from Ace Austin or Chris Bay, they both have the opportunity and the ability. That's where I'm. That's where my brain is for 2024 with these two. The most the most popular Bullet Club members right now in the entire world. Would you agree with the comment? That the tag that, that the tag team, <clears throat> excuse me that the tag division is in the best spot right now in TNA. They have built and rebuilt that tag division. It's stronger and it will get stronger. I'm looking forward to when Trent Seven can join Speedball and we can actually see whatever Speedball Mountain is supposed to look like because we've only seen them in one match and that's when Trent was brought in at Final Resolution and then they signed him that day well, would you, officially. Would you say it's harder to create storylines and, and stuff with those type of individuals compared to just a single individual wrestler? No, you can tell a story with a tag team easily. It's it's uh, there's more story to tell in a case like that, but it just comes down to how many credible tag teams you have and how you're building your tag division outside of just the tag titles. You know, and one guy in there that I've been so impressed with over the past uh, couple of years is is Trey Miguel, and of course, he was the X Division champ for a while. Boy, and I'll tell you, the, the Rascals are a great team and a great group, but it's it's so hard to for me to see him just. In, in a tag team you know I, I i i just i just love watching the guy go yeah i really do yeah he's very good at what he does he's got one of the best shoot games in the business too <laughs> asking that once upon a time but yeah he's he's one of a kind yep no doubt uh then of course we had the jordan grace and trinity match uh trinity loses the knockouts world championship to jordan grace and uh, before we get into trinity i want to talk about jordan a little bit because boy she has come a long way she's such a unique you know, obviously, with the the bodybuilding, she has such a unique look, but she has upped her wrestling game incredibly over the past few years too. And you know, it doesn't hurt the you know the uh, the pairing with Jonathan Gresham, shall we say? Uh, you know, the man of a thousand, the octopus, the man of a thousand holds, and so on. That you can't help, but I'm sure she's learned a lot from him. But you know, she has really changed how she's being perceived. And, and and of course now she's a three time champ for the knockouts, but what is the future for Jordan Grace and where does where do you think she goes at some point? The TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh wow! They they have one other woman who has successfully won that title, and they don't talk about her anymore for good reason. Right, Tessa Blanchard. Yes. They need somebody who can credibly challenge for that title, win, and be the face of that heavyweight division. And while it's wonderful when someone like Jody Threat shows up on a show like mine on In the Weeds and says that the knockouts division is not secondary to the men, they are on par, that world title is the world title. It is the knockouts world title, but you don't see any guys saying, I want the knockouts world title. It's time for Jordan Grace to say, I want that TNA World Championship. And whoever the champion is, whether it's Moose or somebody else, that is what I want. That is my goal. And that's why I was kind of upset when she called her shots against Trinity and not against Alex Shelley, who was champion at the time for the the Impact World Championship when it was Impact. I think she's hot. I'm sorry. That's all I was thinking about while you guys are talking. I'm over here. I'm over here looking at all her pictures, and every, she reminds me of a bit of remember the Glamazon. I used yep. to love her a lot too. I'm not gonna lie. There's just something about certain women if they do it right when it comes to bodybuilding. I think it's hot. 
and I'm not just trying to disrespect you at all, Jordan. Please don't knock me out. But I oh, think, she will. I, I think she's hot. I'm sorry. I think she is hot. That I'm, that was just my. That's mindset, fine. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. What's wrong with a, a woman technically winning a male belt? There's nothing wrong with that. We've seen it numerous times before in the past, um, and I think right now would be a great time, especially for TNA. So. Hey, Eric Young won the Knockouts Tag Team Championships with ODB back in the day. So why not? ODB. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's pause it there because I think it would be a good time to stop and we'll talk about Trinity because I think there's a lot of interesting discussion points about her that we can hit. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the future of Trinity. She had some visitors. I don't know if we should say names last night. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But there were some people there to see her yesterday and, you know, some friends. But what is the future for Trinity? And is she doing the right thing? Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. One oh one five FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. You know, I swear to God, we're having too much fun, you know, man. I wish we had a, a commercial break <laughs> blooper live stream we could oh show you guys. God. You guys, I, I just killed the music too fast, too. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned something new during the break. What do you want from me? It's very if you want to stay in shape and you want to have muscles, you got to be careful, Mark, and you got to you got to make sure you find the right websites to help you get there. That's all I'm saying. That's oh right. my. And I appreciate Joel for pointing me in the right direction there. If nothing else, you know we I mean? are educators in the field of professional wrestling, there you Mark. Go. We're just here to help people find wrestling however they will. Yes. In any shape, way or form you may like it. Literally. <laughs> I'm Mark Hoke. I'm Jose Volonte. They call me Joel Pearl. <laughs> this is the Mark Hoke Show. Oh, man. We're having fun, as you oh, can tell. Lord. If you haven't already noticed. This is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jose Vellante, Joel Pearl from Fightful.com. <laughs> this won't get him fired. You had to do a lot more than that, Mark. I know. <laughs> oh, the best yeah, in pro yeah. wrestling news and entertainment. We are just having a great time here on Kadon, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas Streaming live on the Odyssey app. We're also doing a live stream on YouTube and Facebook. Very happy to have you joining us. I don't know what those two are doing in there. It has just been a bizarre day down here at the Odyssey Studios yeah. in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I'm saying is that. I, I, I'll just no, stop yeah. saying it. What? Stop. I love my mommy. That's all I'm going to say. Right, okay? right. You know what I mean? What can I say? A big Rhea Ripley Jeez. fan over yeah. here. Yeah? <laughs> there you go. I'm a Rhea Ripley fan too, and uh, she's a sweetheart. And stop. Uh, just stop. <laughs> she's very nice. Very muscular. Yeah. Dear Lord. Anyway. <laughs> since <laughs> Joel, you're corrupting my oh, staff. Oh, my God. Yeah, I could do worse. Oh. Imagine Lord. if we didn't have commercials. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, so back to where we were. <laughs> where we were. Um, and I guess I can say it now because the photos are out. So that secret is gone. Uh, Mercedes Monet and Bailey were at the uh, at TNA Hard to Kill last night. So I, I just saw the stories were out there. I didn't I didn't want to say it because they don't want to get Bailey in trouble. But uh, yeah, they're out there. So I guess we can say it. Of course we can say it. 
Saw them there. Looked yeah. over. They were seated behind the French commentary booth during the uh, Knockouts World Championship match, cheering on the girl Trinity. Yep, they Just, were. Bailey was like, I got to scout my, my, my opponent. And Mercedes was like, I got to scout the person I'm probably not going to see for a few years, at least without wearing a mask and goggles and a big hat. Yeah, they, I, was, I was actually waiting outside for a few people and uh, saw those two go by and the, they were dressed in all black and shades. <laughs> Man, it was funny. Though. I mean, they, and I almost said hi. I was this close. I'm like, no, I'm not going to blow Come their cover. On. Why didn't you say hi? Because they didn't want to blow their cover. There's yeah, a whole I... bunch of autograph seekers and stuff oh out there. God. No way. They'd have killed me. I would have been a celebrity but... whore. I would have been all over. No way. <laughs> but, <laughs> just but as for Trinity, of course, uh, she looks like she is headed back to WWE. Joel, you know, I, I had mentioned last week on our show that I felt like this is going to be an interesting time for her going back to WWE. And I don't know if she's after the initial pop that here she is that she could get lost in the shuffle here. I don't know if she's going to be as big a draw as everybody thinks she might be. Do you think that that's a possibility that she could get lost in the WWE shuffle with so many big names and incredible athletes there in world wrestling entertainment right now? So there is absolutely a chance that she gets lost in the shuffle that's just wrestling that's it's how you merge into traffic cm punk comes back huge pop comes back the next night on raw cuts a promo that nobody liked and everyone thought what are we doing with cm punk and then he comes out on smackdown and he makes it right does naomi who i assume she's going to go under the her old wwe name though she might not trinity will call her for now if trin comes back say she makes her debut or re-debut at the royal rumble it's all in how they present her does she come back to the big pop and she's got the glow and she's having fun? Absolutely. That's great. I hope she keeps that music. And then what do you do from there? It's how you present her from there. It's how you make her a big deal or how you merge her into traffic. Is she a main event quality star right off the hill? No, because you're starting to build to WrestleMania. Could you do something with her into the summer? Yes, you can. Can she win money in the bank? Yes, she can. Can she join the bloodline and be aligned with her husband? Yes, you can. Thank you. And there, we were just talking about the bloodline. I, I got yelled at about that last week. That was a terrible idea. It's not a terrible idea. They haven't had a woman in the bloodline. And you see what's going on with Rhea Ripley, who's running Judgment Day, and how over that's gotten. If you give Trinity or Naomi, whatever she's going to be called, an opportunity to be the woman who runs the show for the bloodline, give her a few weeks of that, and people will be listening. Have Roman Reigns basically give her the rub and give her the sign of respect. Be like, you're in charge for a few weeks. And let her do well. Then you're talking about a different presentation. And people can get behind that. I did find the picture. If you guys haven't seen it, I retweeted it on Twitter. Just go ahead and follow me, Jose underscore Volante. They're literally up in the very top wearing black shades, hoodies, um, black beanie. People are talking about they rolled in there looking like the, the movie from Set It Off with you know Queen Latifah and all that. But... I get it. They wanted to stay low profile, but it's kind of hard for people not to know who they are. So. They want to cheer on the girl. Yeah. They yeah. do that. And nothing else. That's what they do, and I love that for them. They get to go out yeah. and they get to cheer on the people that they are closest with in the industry. I think that's great. Yeah. And, and by the way, just so you wonder why we're talking about her in the bloodline, if you don't know, she's married to Jimmy Uso. Yep. And, you know, I think it would be really neat because with, with the guys kind of separating a little bit, wouldn't it be real, really be cool if she shows up? And things are kind of falling apart. And let's say, let's say Roman loses the title, and she walks in here and says, "What are you doing over here? What are you doing over there? Why are you guys fighting?" 
get back over here. And just grabs Jimmy by the ear and Jay and says, ah! get it together. Let's go. So did you write this story be and send awesome. it out somewhere? It'd be awesome. It's characteristically different from her presentation for the last 10 years. She's been the glow girl and it's been fun. But man, what happens if you take the glow away? And what do you do behind every successful man is, Mark? A successful, amazing woman. And there it is. Let her be that successful, amazing woman behind the bloodline for a bit. Thank you. I like Joe Pearl. Oh, okay. Now now you like him. That's not what you were saying during Can- the commercial break. <laughs> I think I, and, and I, I think a fresh presentation for her would be great. You know, and, and I still remember that match that she had with Charlotte. And I don't know if you remember that when Jola was on TV that, that they had where she might have had the best wrestling match that she had ever had in WWE. Mm-hmm. And it was right before the whole thing with with her and Mercedes ditching the tag titles and then obviously the, the release happening. And I said, wow, you know, that was a new step up for her. I hope she could build on that. And then all hell broke loose, yeah. you know. And the other thing about this that I'm curious about is – it does make me wonder if Mercedes is actually going to AEW. I mean, nothing's happened yet. And I, and I don't mean to stir the pot, but do you think we could actually see Sasha Banks? Nope. No? She's she's there. She's she's I'm not going to tell you the oh, can you give me a percentage? I don't like the percentage game that people play. She's going to AEW. Okay. If I'm wrong, I'll eat my non-existent hat. But don't you have a little hat over there? Don't I do. I got. I've got. It's true. I've got a. I've got a beanie. A two yeah. for the Canadians out there. Yes, I do. But uh, I, I don't know if I can eat it. It's from an old Navy, so it might taste real bad. Ugh. Yeah, I know the, the quality. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking? Mercedes AEW bound. Fair e- enough. There it is. AEW. So yeah, but it was it was fun to see them there last night, and then of course uh, we had the World Championship in. TNA change hands last night as the guy that everybody hates in TNA apparently Moose is the new TNA champion as he knocks off Alex Shelley to win the title. So Moose is in charge now, but of course Nick Nemeth showing up, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, and I guess we have to say Nick T Nemeth, correct? Uh, yeah, is that, is that correct? Yeah, that's what it says on the T-shirt. Get it right. The T stands for Thunder, Lance Storm. Put some respect in his name. That's right. So, <laughs> so it's now Moose's world, and everybody's living in it. Mm-hmm. Where is this going? The Moose is running wild, man. Yeah. So that's it. So, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Moose. <laughs> Moose's champ, and that's all we're doing. Well, let's, the elephant in the room is that they—he's now part of a group called the System, and right, he's got Brian Myers, he's got Edward Edwards, and Lish. And, of course, they brought back um, – oh, my gosh. I did this last night on the post show. D'Angelo Williams, right, former NFL star and former TNA star. D'Angelo Williams? Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last night on the post show, I called him D'Angelo Parker because I also cover AEW. So my brain was in the wrong place. But, yes, D'Angelo Williams comes back. Now they have a group. And when they announce, oh, we're the system, I said, oh, so that means Myers and and uh, – his tag partner that night, who I just completely blanked on, Myers and Edwards, that meant they were going to win that tag match against Frankie Kazarian and Eric Young because they are a new presentation, new theme, the whole nine. And then Moose, I was like, well, I guess if he's part of this group, he should be winning and the system should be the new thing that dominates over TNA for a little bit. I wanted Shelly to retain and I wanted Nick Nemeth and, and Alex Shelly, but you can still do the match. 
just won't be for the title. Yeah, so this is going to be very interesting to see a new presentation for uh, Nick Namath and as he moves forward here in TNA. Wow, I was I was surprised. But. And he got a great ovation from the fans, though, too. Like, he still knows how to work a crowd, and people are still following and loving this guy no matter what. So I think him coming over is going to be great, definitely. Well, people love the guy. The best part, by the way, of Moose winning that TNA championship, he no longer has to carry around the one that he bought on eBay from a Pakistani <laughs> seller for 20 bucks. Wow. That is some lore for you. Go back and watch when, when Moose was carrying around that belt in 2021. <laughs> I forgot about He's that. He's got the real thing now, baby. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick, though, and I want to – because you said it during the – when we're, when we're doing the, the, the interview with um, with Tommy, you mentioned the belt. And you didn't say you didn't talk about that earlier. He, he, I don't want to take your thunder. Mention what you were talking about. When we've interviewed wrestlers on In the Weeds, very, very rarely do we have them showcase their championship belt with them. I think one person who's done that on our show is Casey Navarro. And we love him. And he's the Warrior Wrestling World Champion. He's come on our show a bunch. He's got a big pink strap. It's great. But when I saw Mark in your interview with Tommy and he's got the digital media championship around his shoulder, I'm like, no one has ever done that with us before. <laughs> and like, normally those title belts stay with the company, but I guess because they were in transition and the new title belt had been gifted to Tommy, they probably said, here's the old one. You get to keep it. Cause you're the outgoing champion. But I thought it was very funny that he had that belt around his shoulder for your interview. Showing it. There you go. Yeah. Proud of it. Hey man, it's Las Vegas. We do it big here, man. Got to show off. Got to got a glitter and gleam. That's how it goes. Where's your big gold belt? My big gold belt? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if they make a big gold belt enough for me right now. <laughs> We're going to cheese its belt made just for you, Mark. <laughs> hey, you got to get them muscles right. I'm telling you, you got to look at these websites. They'll help you out and you can fit that belt. Will man. you stop? What? Oh, my God. Saying. All right. An in-booth obsession going on <laughs> over there. Wow. By the way, a lot of great comments in the chat box. Um, I'm just run down, run down through these before we hit the break because I still want to, I still want to hit this thing about Sting because this was something else and uh, a lot of people are chatting. I would like for Brock to come back to put Gunther over. Let's that's a, go. That's an interesting comment. Uh, AJ Lee could be at the Royal Rumble. Well, she was showing off her boots the other day, so that's a possibility. Uh, what else do we have in there? Uh, uh, Camille Brickhouse, strong, strong female heel. heel. Well, we can't talk about that anymore because uh, these two these two guys will start uh, hopping on the computers in there, and then I'm going to get in trouble. Well, I mean, Camille's also no longer with the NWA, so you got that yeah. going for you. So yeah, there's, there's there's the authenticity of the comment. Yeah, there's all sorts of fun stuff going on. Oh my god! But I'll tell you what, we're, we're we we hit TNA pretty hard. Once again, uh, remind everybody tonight, if you can get over to uh, the Palms, it's going to be a terrific night for the TNA Snake Eyes TV tapings. Going to be a blast. Some of the best wrestlers in the world. It's not often you get to see Okada and Osprey on the same card in one night here in the United States. And and actually, well, it's not going to happen in Japan again either for a long, long time. So, man, get your tickets. It's going to be great. Joel and I are going to be there. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you can come. Come say hi to us. You know, yeah. you know of course, uh, Joel's on Twitter at Joel Pearl and catch me at Mark Hoke Show. So you can you know, just tweet at us and you know, come harass us in whatever section they throw us in. So final question for both of you. Give me your final grade for Hard to Kill. Oh, I didn't ask you that yet. I want to know. It's fair. Who wants to start? Go ahead, Joel. I'm going to give it a solid B+. Oh, okay. I think there was a lot of really, really good stuff. I'm still a stories guy. I'm waiting for what plays out tonight. But I think uh, the work rate... B plus, they did a lot of really good stuff. Mark? 
Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the A minus B plus range. I thought it was pretty darn good. I enjoyed it. Daniel chimes in. He says he gives it a B. Well, oh. Dan, Daniel's a little bitter. <laughs> I gave Macklin an F, so that's all right. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable! Just... And the F was for first match. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm telling. If, if we see Macklin tonight, I'm telling him on you, man. Go for it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm narking you out. Let's <laughs> let's take our final break, and when we come back, around the world of wrestling, real quick, and oh, Sting and Powerhouse Hobbs, Sting and the Bucks. Uh, what what the hell is he doing? <laughs> Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. All right, and we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on K-Don 101.5 FM. Talk of Las Vegas is the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I am the aforementioned one. That's me, Mark Oak. How's everybody doing out there in Las Vegas? Jose Valente. Yes, sir. And our, you know, he's, he's been a very, very special guest. Amazing guest. What are you talking about? He's been very educational for me. Come on now. <laughs> Jeez. But he will I've never. Learned, I think I've learned more today than I learned in my senior year in high school. That's how education. Oh, that's is. fantastic. Joel Pearl. Joel's bringing the power today, baby, and the knowledge. Oh. Knowledge is power. Guys, checks in the mail. It's all good. Man, I'll there tell you, you what. I can't wait till we get Jeremy Lambert flying out here sometime. <laughs> we're great. We're, we're gonna great. Com- we're gonna compare shows. See how that goes. But very excited to uh, have you, Joel Pearl, in the house. Of course, he's here for Fightful.com covering. The TNA weekend here, and of course, uh, get down to the Palms tonight, starting four o'clock. If you haven't got tickets, you're an idiot. Hmm. Get tickets. I mean, when do you want to watch football? Hey, whoa! Oh wait, Monday? Yeah, it's okay. We'll watch your Eagles lose to the Bucks tomorrow night, but that's another conversation wow for another day. Actually, we could talk about it tomorrow night because I'll be here in the studio with you. Well, we got two, man, we got we two go. games tomorrow now. Yeah, so. should be fun. Yeah, you get to watch me flip out <laughs> on SportsX <laughs> Radio studio. tomorrow. Coming in on a holiday, which I don't didn't plan on doing. I'll make sure to do the live video as well for you guys so you can see Mark flipping out in the studio. <sighs> that Smart. should be a fun time. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I we got t- a good comment here though, Mark. Yeah. Cuz you wanted to jump into some more outside of TNA. Yeah, we got Yeah, we got to talk about this. So, last week on Dynamite Sting, who's getting ready to retire, did a spot off the stands through tables with powerhouse Hobbs. Ouch. What the hell is he doing? He's got a retirement match in about a week or a month and a half. And, of course, Ric Flair's hanging around and hopping in the ring. He, he, He can't stop poking people in the eye, and he wants to get more involved. But Sting is doing these crazy spots in his mid-60s. And then to top it off, apparently, you know, they win the match. He and Darby Allen win their match. And he's apparently said he's chosen this, that he wants to do his retirement match against the Young Bucks. Which I, I don't know, guys. 
But first thing that I, the first question I'll ask is, is this a good idea for Sting to be doing these somewhat dangerous spots at his age headed into a retirement match? Joel? Here's my feeling. Sting can do whatever the heck Sting wants, and none of us are going to stop him. No. Because this man has entertained us for how long? And he's going to do how much? And he's going to team with who? Darby Allen? Listen, Darby rubbed up on Sting just as much as Sting rubbed off on Darby Allen at the end of the day. It was fine. Listen, the only thing they could have done better was someone should have pulled those tables about two, four feet, <laughs> maybe ten feet a little bit further out. That's my big problem is why wasn't there someone there to reset the table and just make sure? Because if Sting's going to do something like this, or really anyone, but like let's just say 65-year-old Sting almost, if you're going to do this, you got to have someone making sure that the spot is as set up as possible yeah so that you can do it safely it's a heck of a spot do not get me wrong but like sting's gonna do what sting's gonna do sting wants to entertain to the nth degree until he's done and we can only hope that he doesn't you know injure himself he's also old school so if he does you won't hear about it until he's done wrestling yeah that is very true and i'm okay with it as long as he's actually done and what i mean by that there's a lot of people that you might think you're done you give it all but then something else happens down the road and you might have another match if this is really your end all be on it's final go out with a bang i'm with it i'm 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 100% for it mm-hmm. fair enough but now the apparent choice that he has made is that he wants to wrestle against the young bucks for the retirement match at revolution coming up here in march and a lot of people are down on that now it's obviously it's his call you know who he wants to be in a match against but i just find it an odd choice because there's not really a connection there. The but the other the other reason too is that the way the Bucks wrestle matches, it doesn't seem like it's a real good fit. And I, I'm curious what you thought about that, Joel, when you heard that this is this is the call. So first of all, I disagree vehemently with what you're saying okay uh we have to put some respect on the bucks name first of all lay young bucks ho 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 with their new mustaches coming out <laughs> and returning on dynamite they are going to flip flop and fly thank you dusty Rhodes, for sting sting is going to stand there and look like king kong while the bucks do everything and make it look good and that's what the young bucks do and why do you want to team against the Young Bucks or why do you want to have a match with the Young Bucks is because the Young Bucks don't put on bad matches, especially when they're teaming up. And if you want to go out on your back or if you want to put over a tag team that needs to rebuild themselves in the eyes of AEW fans, the EVPs are the ones you should be working with. I don't like how the Bucks have been presented for the last year. But I'm looking forward to how the Bucks are presented in 2024 because if they're going to change up their look and they change up their style and they change up the presentation, then I'm going to enjoy this match. But tell me a story, Mark. Tell me a story about why Sting and Darby should be facing the Young Bucks or why the Young Bucks want to face Sting. Don't And then they came out in the black and white to the Young Bucks. That's the same colors that Sting wears on that face paint. They're going to tell you that they were fans of Sting growing up, that they loved him. And they need to they need to put down the dead horse. That's what they need to do. Oh, see, that's lame. I'm not saying that's what the story is, but I'm saying at one point they are going to say, we need to put you down. And if they put down Sting, then they are going to go off and hopefully have a heck of a run in 2024. Somebody get me someone that would legitimately want to put Sting out. There's some connection. 
You know, I, I don't know. Give me a, you know, like a connection with Arn Anderson or something like that. Somebody that would have some ounce of hatred over 40 years for Sting somewhere. I don't, I don't see it. Call me crazy. I know you guys are a lot more versed in this field. What about Randy Orton? Remember, he was known as the legend killer. Well, I'm just saying. Well, Sting was never going to do a singles match. <laughs> That's the other saying. thing, too. No, yeah, he's just not saying. doing a singles Call me match. Crazy. But, but I'm just trying to think who in AEW you could. I don't know. So this is actually something that Jose and I were talking about, right? You bring back old stars, and they link you to the new stars. That's what they did with Sting and Darby. And that's what you do with the Young Bucks. They link them to Sting. And people who are coming in and seeing Sting maybe for the first time who, who, who say, oh, it's Sting's last match. I remember watching him in 89, in 97, yeah. in, in, in 2015. This Sting is retiring? Who are these Young Bucks? Who are these guys? They look like real dicks. Oh, they run this company? I want to see how they run it. And I want to see, there is a rub that comes with doing your retirement match against a, a newer team. Do I think that it could have been Takesha and Hobbs? Sure, whatever. But like, when you get to the story, that's where you got to hook them. Wait, I got it. Ric Flair is paying off the bucks. So Woo! there was a joke. There we go. There were people <laughs> saying he's paying them off, and then that magic mushroom woo energy drink. I don't want to see it. I want to see Ric Flair as of March third, twenty twenty four. Just done. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. All right. And speaking of that'll do it. That's going to do it for us. What a great. Great show. I want to thank Tommy Dreamer for taking the time out to be with us. Appreciated that. And Joel, awesome time having you in the studio, man. Thank, thank you. you so much. And, of course, uh, you can catch him on Fightful.com and uh, check him out on the YouTube channel. You know, doing the, On Fightful, we're booked doing the In the Weed show with uh, Jeremy Lambert, who uh, he said he owes me a show, so maybe I'll get him in here next week. <laughs> Jose Volante and... Make sure you get down to the Palms today for TNA Snake Eyes. Joel and I will be down there checking it out. So join us 4 p.m. It's going to be awesome. And just had a blast here, guys. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, MarkHokeShow.com, and all the other social media outlets. Just, you know, that's where it is. And check out all our YouTube clips and shows and the live streams and everything. We thank you for listening here on KDON 101.5 FM, The Talk of Las Vegas. We'll see you next week. Las Vegas, have a terrific Sunday. We'll see you next time. Peace. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.